You are listening to Move With Radiance with Stephanie Dankelson, a podcast all about redefining your relationship to exercise, food, and your body by learning how to first redefine the relationship with yourself. Are you ready to discover your inner truth, your inner radiance? Because there is a more freeing way to be fit. Hello. (laughs) Thanks for uh, joining me on my second episode of the podcast. Um, You're listening to Move With Radiance, and this is Stephanie. I just made a big cup of coffee and realized that I probably won't be able to drink it because I'm speaking. (laughs) Um, So if you hear some small breaks, it's because I need to be caffeinated. And that may be a problem if you're saying I need to be caffeinated, but another, another thing for another day. <laughs> all right. Anyways, first of all, I realized that last week's episode was not technically about my first blog post. And the reason I'm kind of excited about this is um, so the website design that I use only displays 20 blog posts on a page and I have 21, so I have two pages, and my first episode, or not episode, my first post was actually on a different page, so I just forgot, (laughs) and actually, it's pretty fitting, because I sort of want to talk about this, so like, my first blog post was about ego and self-acceptance, and what it means to, like, find your self-approval and worthiness and all of that internally rather than seeking for externally. And because I released my first podcast episode, I, if I'll put a link to last week's blog post in the show notes, but I wrote a little bit about my feelings around starting this podcast and how vulnerable it is for me and how, you know, kind of reflecting on this idea of I kept kept having to come back to this, but nothing or hardly anything is good the first time around and things get better with practice. You try it, you take some notes, you be kind and you try again. That is how we get better with everything in life. Truth. (laughs) It's so hard to let that be something that we accept for ourselves. I it's so easy for me to tell someone else to think that, but then when we start our own adventure, we go down the path of uncomfortableness or try something new. It's so easy to really analyze and, um, it's, it's easy to set super high expectations for ourselves. And, um, just something I've had to remember as the week goes on, because it's pretty, it's a pretty vulnerable thing to, release, you know, these kinds of things to the world, like my podcast. Um, and you just want it to be successful, but knowing that it's not going to be perfect, nothing's perfect, but it's not going to be great the first time around and it's going to take some time. And, um, it's really easy for me to beat myself up over. I mean, guys, I listened to my last, my first episode, probably four or five times. And by the fifth time, you're just noticing the most minute 
like smallest details and you're just beating, I was beating myself up for it. Like, ah, why did you say that? And it doesn't make sense. And it's just like, okay, let it go. <laughs> it's like, I, we forget to, to be happy about the thing itself. Like I released a freaking podcast, like get excited about that instead of picking apart the ums and the so's and the flow of the whole thing, it'll get better. So, <laughs> um, that's kind of, it's kind of fitting that um, this week's episode is going to be about self-acceptance and, you know, it kind of came full, full circle. But this time around, I'm actually going to talk about my very first blog post. <laughs> and at that time, I think I started to write about this topic because I was starting a new sport, uh, mountain biking. And... Oh man, the last couple of years, I think since moving to Colorado and especially since meeting Eric, my boyfriend, he is a big rock climber and, um, very into all these other kinds of sports that I wasn't coming from Ohio, you know, I'm not familiar with skiing and our big mountain skiing and mountain biking and rock climbing and trail running. I mean, to the extent that it is out here. So I was um, very much in my comfort zone because I stuck to triathlons for a good majority of my um, adult life, and it was because I knew I could be good at those, <laughs> and so I kind of stuck to that because um, it was the safe zone, and I knew I really wasn't going to fail, and um, I was fine with that, just sitting in my lane of the road. So when I met Eric, and or at least when I, when I moved out to Colorado, I started skiing, that was an experience. And so I, <laughs> I kind of want to go back and read this little passage because I think it really, um, captures what I like kind of all of these sports and how I started in a nutshell. I'll post this link in the show notes if you want to read the whole thing. But I think that this little section is just a really good place to start. <laughs> So I say, my avoidance tendencies included, stay, included staying far, far away from the things I knew I wouldn't be good at. I stuck to my comfort zone most of the time in order to avoid any type of embarrassment, which is why I was having a mini freak out at moments or moments after deciding to incorporate some new things into my life. Pretty soon, my closet of triathlon gear, comfort zone activity, made some space for skis, yoga mats, climbing gear, far out of my comfort zone activities. I was excited for new challenges, but I wasn't quite prepared for just how difficult those challenges would be for me. My ego was large and in charge during the start of these new sports, crying while at the climbing route and yelling down at my ang- yelling angrily down at my significant other at a crowded crag was a normal occurrence and led me to being in a constant state of defense and absolute frustration. I would apologize to my partner for not being able to finish a route or make excuses as to why I wasn't good yet to the person I didn't even know standing next to me or storm angrily because or storm off angrily. That's a hard word for me today (laughs) because I was too afraid to climb and I was embarrassed for not being able to do so. My way of dealing with being on my ass 95% of the time on the ski slopes was yelling at the person who I was so, who was so kindly trying to teach me, letting them know just how stupid they were for taking me out here in the first place. I would say sorry to the group I was skiing with because I felt bad that they had to wait for me to get down to the run, to the end of the run or for being too slow. 
I pushed myself too hard because I was determined not to be last and end up spraining my MCL, which put me out for six weeks. It was really hard. I would waste beautiful powder days being upset for not only being last, but because I needed five hands to count all of my falls. Exposing myself to the unknown of the, the unknown result of these activities was so hard, especially for someone who thrived on control. I was using my performance as a direct reflection of my worth. It brought back all of those feelings of failure, fear, of not being good enough, of not being accepted. I was so afraid of not fitting in that I would put myself in uncomfortable situations. And as a result, there were days I would have zero fun. Wow. (laughs) So lots of stuff in there. But I think the thing I want to highlight is that idea of what was I trying to prove? And when we start new things, you know, it, and I kind of highlighted this with my voice. Uh, <laughs> I was coming back to this idea of that fear of not being good enough. That seems to be a underlying theme in these last couple of episodes, if you haven't noticed. And that fear of not being good enough, that fear of failure, that fear of other people would see me as a certain way that was different than what I wanted them to see me as, it drove me to essentially making myself miserable because I was choosing to let my ego take the wheel and, be- and believe that I wasn't good enough. And again, coming back to that idea of like, what, it, what it was I trying to prove? What is it that you're trying to make other people see you as? For me, it was that I was a good athlete, um, that I wasn't afraid, that... I, like I did a lot to avoid avoid embarrassment because I I look at like my childhood memories and I come back to a lot of those things in my life. Kind of all stem from this like I hate being um, like pointed out and publicly shamed for doing something wrong. And when I think about those things, it kind of translates to trying something new. You know, I want to be the good student. I want to be that triathlete that I was back in college where I was winning races and people were like, oh, wow, you're so good or you're so smart. And I'll talk about this another day, but when, when someone blatantly points out something that goes against my thought of my own character, I get really defensive and I get really upset And then I go down the rabbit hole of I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, and then my behavior reflects those fears. And that came out a lot with trying these new activities where I was like, like, comes back to that freaking thing I said at the beginning of the show where it's like nothing is good the first time around. Heck, nothing is good the first 10, 20 times around. And... I was going into these sports, like getting so freaking mad about not being able to climb a route that was like way above my skill level, just because everyone else could climb it. And everyone else there most likely was climbing two to three years longer than me, you know? So it's like, first of all, that's not fair to do that direct comparison. And comparison is so draining. We focus on so much on 
what everyone else is doing or um, I'm not as good as everyone else. And it's like, we need to take a step back and, and not let that be the focus of our happiness because that's a, a happiness suck, I will tell you. It's really easy for me. It was really easy for me to, one, compare and then, two, to get upset about my performance over something that I'd only been doing for a couple of months. And that was with climbing. That was with skiing. That was with yoga. That was with um, really any new sport that I tried. And also something else to remember is that we're all different. So when you're trying something new, you can't compare your performance to the person standing next to you because the person standing next to you may have different experience with, um, what they're doing. They may have different fears or thoughts or, um, all of these things around the activity that they're doing. I'm freaking like deathly afraid of heights like so scared of heights. And so if I was freaking out halfway up a route and watching the person next to me just gracefully get to the top without even thinking twice about it, it's not fair to compare to that person because that person's probably fine. It could be fine with fears or with fears. They have fears. They could be fine with heights. Whereas I have a, uh, that's a little something I need to work on and it's okay. You know? So, I think I I wrote this blog post originally because I did start mountain biking this year. Uh, Well, last year. It was the same year I wrote this post. Back in the summer when I moved to Park City, I started mountain biking. And um, I had an experience with it a couple of years ago, which was horrific. Absolutely the worst experience of my life. Like blood everywhere. So many trees that had taken the force of my body and... It was, I was like, I will never touch one of these bikes ever again. (laughs) And then I moved out here and everyone's like, oh, you have to mountain bike. And everything just sort of fell into place to where I could mountain bike for the season. And I think at that time I was starting to explore these ideas of what, you know, worthy that like the, what worthiness and self-acceptance really meant. And I noticed that the experience with starting mountain biking was so different than climbing or yoga or skiing. Gosh, skiing. That's, that was frustrating for me. Um, and I realized, I'm like, wow, like I am enjoying this so much more. Why is that? And I realized I wasn't, I was like just totally focusing on me. And I was like, oh, you know, I don't want to go fast. So I'm not going to go fast or these rocks are scary. So I'm going to walk. And I was just thoroughly enjoying my experience. Like, holy shit. The difference between learning this sport and learning my other sports was like monumental. I wasn't apologizing for being slow. I was like, just, I was out there and I was experiencing it and I was noticing the beauty of everything and just having so much fun. Wow. (laughs) Like same thing. It was like a totally different, uncomfortable, scary sport, but I was enjoying it. And it was because I let down these expectations of myself. I found that self-acceptance and self-worthiness from within rather than seeking externally for it. Let me explain that a little bit. I, I mean, So when I started climbing with Eric, like he's like so great, you know, and he loves the way he loves climbing, like so inspires me. 
And there's like no pressure from him at all, you know, in terms of me climbing hard routes or getting to the top. It's just, he wants to be out there climbing. And like we would be, I would be yelling at him and I'm placing blame, which can be a whole other topic um, because I was feeling insecure and feeling scared. I would like place all the blame and like get mad at him and we'd be yelling at the Craig and it just looked bad. (laughs) It was bad. And it was because I felt like I had something to prove, not because he was pressuring me, but because I was feeling those feelings of um, not good enough and not worthy and um, failure. So I was outwardly expressing all of those things by blaming him and getting mad at him instead of, um, and like, I was like wanting him to be like, Oh wow, you're such a good climber. I want other people like notice it and say it to me and get that validation. And it's like, that's no one's like, no one's responsibility is to, um, up like stroke your ego. (laughs) It's just not, And I was expecting other, I was like wanting to hear that from other people, like so, 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 so badly. And, and because if like, if I would hear those things then I would believe it and then I would be a good climber. And it's like, that's just not how it works. And you know how much freaking energy you're wasting by relying on other people for that? Like, oh, so much waste of time that you could be used. That could be used to having fun with whatever you're doing and embracing the process And so coming back to that a little bit more, one of the biggest monumental, like self, like holy shit moments of this journey was realizing all of that came from within. And the moment I stopped searching externally for my worthiness, my self-approval, my like the acceptance piece, the moment I could enjoy whatever it was that I was doing. And the moment I could start recognizing the things I was proud of myself for, the moment like I could just like stop wasting so much energy focusing on that and like put it towards the thing I was doing, whether that was like work and wanting to hear like those verbal things from my boss or my coworkers and like being like, oh, you're just so good at your job or like you're doing a good job. It's like, okay, that or hearing it from people around my activities, or when I post a blog post, or when I post a a podcast episode, or when I do X, Y, and Z, rather than taking all of this energy and waiting for people to tell me what a good job I'm doing, or that I'm worthy, I can take that time, notice it for myself, and take that energy and put it into the things I'm doing, and enjoy the process. Think about how much time you would save. Think about what that could feel like. And it's so freeing when you can just accept yourself and love yourself. And that doesn't happen all the time. You know, that's another whole other topic to talk about. Like you're not going to love yourself every, every single day and that's fine and that's good and that's okay. You're not going to feel worthy or good enough every moment of every day, but to just remember that you can choose those things and to come back to that at the end of the day. Wow. Like that lights me up. (laughs) That's it. So works. And it's something you guys, it's like something I have to remind myself of all the time, especially as I'm trying these new things and I'm being vulnerable and like putting myself out there. And, um, you know, a lot of like the, 
like, it's hard for me to not find my worth or base my worth off of like Instagram post likes and how many followers I have and downloads on my podcast. Cause it's like that, you know, people, I think in the business world, like, like bring that up as like something that's super important in a, in a reflection of your business. But it's like, at the end of the day, I just want to connect with you. And if I'm doing that, then that's enough. My worth doesn't need to be based on those things. My worth comes from within. Ooh, so exciting. <laughs> um, and, and so kind of coming back to mountain biking, that's why it was so different for me was because I was enjoying the process by choosing those things for myself. And it didn't matter if someone was like, wow, you're slow. It's like, yeah. And you know what? I didn't get injured. Knock on wood. <laughs> like, but because I was analyzing the situation and deciding if it was good for me. You know, I watch everyone else freaking fly down these rocks. And I'm like, nah, that, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I would get off my bike and walk. And rather, like, I think my pr- prior self before, um, like focusing on this ego and self acceptance thing and focusing on that coming from within, if I was basing that off of what other people would say, I would have flown down the rocks and been out of control and probably would have hurt myself really bad. But because I don't give a shit about what, who, who thinks, I don't care if people think I'm a good mountain biker or not. I'm there because I want to do it. <laughs> like, oh, you know? Like, is this, is this something that you want to do? Are you making yourself miserable because everyone else expects you to be a certain way? Then maybe it's time to reevaluate why and what you can do to enjoy the situation that you're in. And I just take a second <laughs> to tell you the kinds of hand gestures that I just did <laughs> in my kitchen alone super stoked about that statement. So just know I'm waving my arms over here about this topic. I want to conclude with ways that we can move forward with this. Like what happens when you find yourself in a situation where you're seeking externally for this worth and this self-approval um, validation. And again, comes back to that first um, episode where It's all about stopping, noticing your behaviors, and asking yourself why. So why are you feeling the need to prove yourself? Who are you trying to prove yourself to? Why are you trying to prove yourself to that person? Is this something that you actually like enjoy doing? Or are you just doing the activity to get that worthiness, to to, like get that external approval? Or... Is this something that you really love to be doing and you're not enjoying the activity because you are seeking externally for these things? And why? And is this, some, is, like, is this something that you can come back to yourself and ask yourself, is this, can I be proud? Can I be excited? Can I feel worthy? And go from there. It's all about noticing folks. Like I'm just going to say this all the time. And it's about validating 
the feelings that you have and knowing that whatever it is that comes up is good and okay and right. There's no wrong way to feel in any type of situation. But and and just knowing that like you have the power to make decisions for yourself and to get curious. Because when we get curious, that's when we get answers. And when we get answers, we can start moving forward. And it's all about learning to get uncomfortable with being comfortable around feeling. It's all about being comfortable with being uncomfortable around our feelings. <laughs> because I think it's, it is really hard nowadays to be okay with our feelings. And that's, but that's like the first step. And if that's where you need to start with just like sitting down and being like, whoa, I'm sad. <laughs> I'm feeling that for a second. Awesome. 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 After you feel sad, start asking yourself why. And what are you trying to prove? Those are two really good questions. And then the third really I keep adding, but the third really good question then from there is what can I do differently to enjoy the process? And maybe that means letting go. Maybe that means letting go of what everyone else is thinking about you and that fear of like, oh, I'm not going to be good enough or failing or they're going to think X, Y, and Z. Just maybe it's letting go of that and letting go of whatever high, crazy expectation you have for yourself and just being and just going along with the process. Woo, good stuff. (laughs) Again, like this worthiness and self-approval thing was like pivotal in my life. And again, something we always have to, I have to keep practicing it every single day, but it stops me from going down that like rabbit hole and just like hating my life. (laughs) Um, I would love, well, first of all, I love hearing from all of you. And you know, when you tell me um, a story or something that maybe that resonated with you, like I freaking love it. Um, So if there was something in this episode that resonated with you, like, please let me know because I would love to, to know. Um, I think that's everything guys. And I hope that you have a great rest of your week and the weekend's coming up. So I hope if you have some fun plans that you give yourself a break and enjoy it as much as you can. And, um, we will, we will talk soon. Bye everyone. Thank you so, so much for listening and for being here with me. If you want more resources, pop on over to www.stephanie-dankelson.com. And until next time, stay radiant.